You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. And welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. I'm so excited and grateful that you've joined me today. Of course, I'm coming from hot Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, all I can say is you are in for a ride today. And I believe that your life will never be the same again. And that it is no accident that you are listening today because the spirit of God has attracted you here. How you doing today? You know, when I said that the spirit of God has attracted you here, talk about the law of attraction. You know, the spirit just pulls you in and just places you in positions where you can receive, you know, just that download, that one thing that you might have been praying about, thinking about possibly worrying about. And uh, I believe that this show will help you today. Well, uh, as I said, I'm looking out of my window. It is a hot, hot day here in Atlanta. As a matter of fact, we have set record temperatures because it's only May, but it's still hot. Almost June, but it's still hot. So, uh, but all is well. Today, I'm going to be teaching again. Can you believe it? I'm, I'm teaching back to back for a change. Last week, I taught on knowing your value and self-worth in relationships with Dr. Monique. And boy, I mean, I just received some rave reviews uh, from all over the world about how much that helped, helped them. And, you know, really, the spirit of God really just sort of has been... Um, probing me or prompting me to really teach more and especially in the areas of relationships why that was one of my biggest struggles money and business why those were two of my biggest struggles so I'm going to be sharing with you today about knowing your value and self-worth in business and then the next time I teach I'm going to be talking to all of the career people maybe who don't have a business but I want you to listen today Okay, so let's see. I want you to make sure that you check out the Law of Attraction magazine. I am honored and blessed to be on the cover. And I've written a powerful article on Color Your World Beautiful with Gratitude. And so just go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. I'm going to really... Uh, suggest that you subscribe to that and the network will send you 
a copy via email or you could get printed copies. So make sure you do that. Also, you can visit me uh, on my social media sites on Instagram, LOA Constant, the same thing for Twitter, LOA Constance, and Facebook, uh, Coach with Constance. So over the next two weeks, I'm going to start doing Facebook Live because so many of you have said, I want to ask you a specific question. So probably about the second week in June, I will uh, send out an e-blast that I'll let you guys know in advance and um, you'll get a chance to ask me your questions personally. Is there anything else? I would love to coach with you. I would love to be your business coach. I'm talking about business today. You know, I've been in business since 1999. Wow, that's 20 years. It's 2019 now. So, boy, have I learned a lot, uh, learned a lot of lessons, have had to change, change my thinking, tweak my business, uh, made a lot of mistakes, learned so much, would love to work with you because God has sustained me over these 20 years. And uh, it's not many businesses. Uh small businesses these days. So uh, I have a lot to share with you and would love to work with you. Visit my uh, website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And you can just click on some of my testimonies under coaching. Of course, while you are on that page, I know that this show is a blessing to you and that your life is being radically changed. And, and that you're shifting and that spiritually you're being nurtured. And so I'm thanking you in advance for your donation. I had a little girl, she's 16. And she said, Miss Constance, I'm just 16, but I listen to you every week and you really help me. And this 16-year-old sent me $5. And I was so grateful. I sent her a long email thanking her because even at 16, she understands that whoever feeds and nourishes your soul, that's where you plant your seed. So let's get started. I'm talking about Knowing your value and your self-worth in business. And why in the world is that important? How is knowing your value and self-worth connected to uh, being profitable, to serving others, and, 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 you know, making money? So the first thing I'm going to say, you guys know I like to break it down, right? So I'm going to give you some how-tos in the in part two. So you are your business. If you're thinking about a business and or if you're in the middle of launching your business, you are your business and eventually your business is going to reflect who you are, what you believe, whether or not you feel worthy how valuable you see yourself and your products. So really, you project your beliefs into your business and people can feel it when they get ready to purchase your goods and services. Now, that's profound, but it's actually quite simple. And so I just want to share with you uh, some of my own experiences in business and 
and and some of the experiences that I've had with other business owners. And then I'm going to give you some how to's. Everybody got that? So it's just so essential that you know your value and your self-worth in business because you're going to take you into your business. Um, So I'm going to share with you an example because a story sometimes can paint a, a clearer picture. So I was coaching this guy and he has allowed me to share this because he said, Constance, I don't want nobody else to go through what I have gone through. So I, I was coaching a, 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 a baller. He is an entertainer. If I called his name, you would know him who lives in Atlanta. Y'all know all of the big musical folk live in Atlanta now. So he's a big Grammy winner. I'm not going to tell you how many because y'all might be trying to figure it out. I mean, because he sung all over the world. Um, when I go into his studio, I mean, everybody in the world <laughs> that we see on television, he has pictures with all the presidents, all of royalty all over the world. But his brother reached out and contacted me. And uh, I forgot how he found me, but he reached out. So I went to his studio and, you know, of course, we had a talk. And uh, he said, I, I really need your help. And he had all kind of stuff going on. And as he says, Constance, my life was a hot mess before you helped me. I'm like, OK, that's that's what you're paying me for. And so he had never dealt with his value and self-worth. And so he didn't know how to set boundaries. He didn't know how to say no to anybody. So here is this powerful celeb who we look at and say, wow, I want to be just like that. But because he did not know his value and his self-worth inwardly, it impacted his business. Now, he knew who he was musically. I mean, he he is... uh, he is a powerful entertainer, but you bring your 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 personal, you bring your own self-worth into your business. So these were some things that were going on with him, which he said I could share. He didn't know how to say no to upcoming gigs because he was exhausted from touring on the, on the road. And if you've never been on the road, it's something else I have. <laughs> I mean, he goes from city to city, country to country. So he kept touring. Uh, he didn't know how to set boundaries with his manager. And uh, and his manager was the one who, you know, managed all of the group and the band and everybody, etc. And, and, and so he was pretty upset about that. He had a whole entourage, a lot of folk on his payroll who were take who were taken from him. I mean, he didn't he didn't know how to say no to that. He had all his homeboys on his payroll and maybe all they did was wash his cars when he was in town or something like that. I mean, the first time I went to see him, I couldn't get in the studio. I'm like, who are all of these people? So he had a, a an enormous payroll. 
uh, that he was really responsible. He felt responsible for taking care of them because he really subconsciously, we later found out, felt guilty about his success. He didn't know how to say no to his family. I'm talking about knowing your value and how who you are reflects your business. He didn't know how to say no to his family as they expected him to take care of them. And he felt like, well, I have all of this fame, all of this glory and all of this money. So I have to help anybody. And so his core issue, as I stated, was he felt guilty about being successful. He felt overly responsible for others' codependency. He didn't. He did not know how to set boundaries and was a people pleaser because he didn't want people to get mad at him. He didn't want his homeboys to think, "Okay, now that you're a baller and you're all of that, you don't even have time for us." And so I was really. I, I really understood where he was coming from. And so all of this impacted his career and his money. He loves singing. He loves his fans. Uh, we, he and I went somewhere together in public and we couldn't even have lunch. <laughs> you know, he loved all of that, but just personally, it was impacting him. Why? Because you are your business. So we worked on setting boundaries. Uh, some of his entourage didn't like me too much, <laughs> but that's fine. We worked on setting boundaries. We worked through um, feeling worthy that because of all of his hard work and talent and success that he had the right, he has a right to wealth Um he we worked on him not feeling over responsible for his entourage. So, you know, that payroll got cut drastically. And even with his family members, he's only right now sort of helping uh, his his mom, you know, which he should do. And so he also set firm boundaries with his manager and he start taking more of, you know, Sabbaths or, or times of just rest and relaxation for himself. So why am I sharing that? Because when you don't know your own value and self-worth and you bring that into a business, it forms and shapes your big business. Your business is going to take on the form and shape of who you really are. It's going to take on the form and shape of your core beliefs, uh, your perceptions, whether or not you feel worthy, etc. Can y'all see that? Okay, so let me give you another story, my own. So you guys know, I may have some newcomers. I work. I worked as a professional counselor in private practice where I saw all kinds of patients with all kinds of issues and I specialize both in men and women so with women I work with women in the areas of uh, you know making healthy relationship choices and with men I work with men in the areas of anger management addiction etc I also worked in the school system as a school counselor. So why am I sharing all of this with you? Because everything that you, you're doing right now, 
you're going to be taking that experience into your business. Even the smallest thing. Since I don't have children, uh, I mean, I got a major contract working with single moms and I could relate to them. Why? Because I certainly understood all of the behavior stuff that goes on with children. So all of this was a part of my destiny. So I also then began teaching other therapists how they could begin conducting support groups because of the the mystery and the power that's in support groups. So they kept on asking me, come on, Constance, and speak, and I did. And I knew my gift was communication, teaching, and training. Let me inject this. Wherever your gift is is where your money is. You know, in the Bible, it says, show me a man who is diligent with his gift and his gift will make room for him and he or she will stand before kings. So I knew what my gift was. What's yours? So then I begin to speak to larger groups, etc. You know, and I know I knew that God was just sort of gradually growing my vision on the inside of me. See, God just gradually begins to nudge you and say, think about this. And then suddenly I was speaking to large networking groups, chamber of commerce. I was doing TV. And so my vision was growing. So I was getting a little antsy. And and so wherever you are in your business or thinking about business, you know, God will increase your vision over time and he will help to show you your gifts for you to for tweet your gifts, hone your gifts and your talents because you're going to be needing needing them when your business uh, begins to show up. So I, I began to get restless. Anybody restless and just a little bit unsatisfied? And, and as my grandmother used to say, a little antsy. I knew that there was more. And and I was kind of like pregnant. Not that I've ever been pregnant. But you know how when it's time to have a baby, you ready for that baby to just come on out. And so I wanted to expand more. But, but I didn't have a plan. I just wanted a business. And so I began to 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 get ready for that which I wished to experience. And, and, and I knew I was great at professional development and staff tra- staff uh, leadership training. So that's where I sort of set my intention. So I began to study everybody else who was doing that. I I began looking at their modules, how they were laid out. I was getting ready for that. <laughs> you know, I, I began to uh, get myself in just tip top physical shape. I just upped my game because I was getting ready for the vision that I was about to walk into. I call it dress rehearsal. And so I spoke free anywhere and everywhere that I could. They didn't have to pay me, I just wanted to rehearse what I was going to be doing in front of thousands and now millions. I was just grateful to be in front of an audience, just sharing and serving and, and, and helping. So really I prepared my training and my speaking for 20 folks like I would 20,000. 
And so everything was first class. It was valuable. It was done in a spirit of excellence. And because my intention was to wow them and to leave them with how to's, you know, just like I'm doing now. So I kept on preparing. It didn't look like anything was happening. I hired a business coach in 1999 for five grand. And y'all might be saying, what? Because I was getting ready for something. And she gave me her exp- her, her expertise. I got that out. I knew she knew what she was talking about. She had been there. She gave me shortcuts. And she she worked on what she called the back end of my business. And, you know, I can just tell you, I have reaped that five grand investment a thousand times over in my business over these 20 years. I I spent a lot of time, an enormous amount of time immersing myself with God, with spirit in prayer and meditation, really just asking for wisdom. What am I doing? I'm getting ready for the business that I know that's on its way. I'm asking God, show me how do I see myself. Show me where my insecurities are and help me. Show me where my inadequacies are and show me how to change that. It didn't look like anything was happening. And so all of you who are desiring to start a business, I mean, it's like the forward before the book. I mean, it's like the preparation. It's like a a Serena Williams practicing before she goes to, you know, just open to play. I mean, it's the practice and the rehearsal that you have to get ready for. So that's what I was doing. And so I was spending time with God, just being quiet. And that's when I got the download of Constance ministry not money i'm like what what does that mean and what the spirit was saying to me since i'm going to share with you uh, uh, in a few minutes god was my business partner so ministry not money was don't be going after money you just go in there when when you get your first contract and you know and i want you to just work on excellence and giving and serving, etc. So that was a flip in my mindset. So all of you who are just out for money, you might need to spend some just silent time with spirit, with God just to find out because money can't be your only motive. It has to be service. It has to be solution oriented, etc. And I also did a lot of inner work. I'm still waiting. (coughs) Excuse me. I did a lot of inner work on my codependency, my self-worth, honoring myself. How was I going to? you know, set the prices for the, the podcast, uh, not the podcast, for the products, etc. Everybody see that? But then one day, and the Bible calls it the sudden moves of God. Man, you know, you got to get ready because when God moves, stuff happens quick. And you've got to be ready. You've heard me say when preparation meets opportunity, that equals success. 
Now, I had been doing all of this stuff for a couple of years, and y'all know I was antsy. I went to James Powers and say, oh, this is getting on my last nerve. I'm ready to leave the school system, but I wasn't ready. I know one lady, and uh, she lives in England. She's just taking her time with her business. She's just slowly building her business. And and I heard Joyce Meyer, she said that uh, she was antsy and how she taught Bible study in her living room for 10 years. And she was just like, oh, God, I should be standing before a thousand. And God said, I want you to be like a big oak tree. I want you to go deep in your roots and wide. So you're going deep. And you're going wide because all of the fruit that you are going to bear, you're going to have to be able to contain it. So the sudden moves of God. Then one day I got a a phone call uh, from Dublin, Georgia, which is two hours away. This lady said, Constance, do you want to speak? uh, Come down here and speak at this conference. And uh, you're going to be speaking on dress for success. I'm like, wait a minute. I know I use the model, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about leadership forums. But okay, but since I was just willing to go anywhere, I said, this is just rehearsal. So it was a big conference. And, you know, back in 1999, I was like, well, do I even have enough money, (laughs) you know, to drive down there and to stay in a hotel? But I did. And so I prepared it in love and in a spirit of excellence and the rest is history. So after I got to speaking, uh, this person, Cynthia Barnes, came up to me. She said, wow, that was an amazing presentation. And she said, I'm over a statewide uh, program, training program. And I'm wondering if you might be interested and maybe submitting me a proposal. By the way, I had also taken some proposal writing classes while I was waiting. And uh, she said, I'm wondering if you might be available to submit a proposal. And she said, make it for $99,000 because if not, I have to, you know, do it statewide. And I was just calm and cool like I had on my sunglasses. But on the inside, I was like, oh, my God, yes, yes. I was screaming and jumping around. And I said yes. And um, that's what happened to me uh, in 1999. My first contract was $99,000. I had never made $99,000. Maybe some of you have, but I had not. But all of that happened because I knew my self-worth and value. I had done the inner work. I had invested uh, with the uh, business coach. I had taken all of these uh, classes on on governmental proposal writing. I mean, at the time, who wants to do all of that? I mean, I wanted to be in front of thousands. I knew that's what I was called to do. I never thought it would be via uh, webinars or or via podcasts. It never crossed my mind. And so I was preparing for what 
my business hell for me. I got a question for you. What are you doing right now to prepare yourself for the business that you want? So you see a couple of years went by and, and, and I see so many people, I want it now, but then they aren't prepared for it. And then they get frustrated. Oh, Constance, I tried this online business and I didn't make any money, etc. So I'm going to tell you some things that work for me. And then a whole lot of stuff that, that I I did wrong or, or, or that, that I want to share with you so you won't have to go through. Here are some things. I partnered with God and I tied 10% of what I made. I always gave more than what I was paid for. I always wanted to leave my participants with a wow. I performed in a spirit of excellence. I prepared powerful handouts that people could take home with with them and remember me. I aligned my training with the organization's mission. I made a lot of money. I helped a lot of other people make money. I had so much business that I was able to subcontract it out to other people. I had fun and enjoyed a lavish lifestyle. I connected with some awesome people. I didn't know I had all of the gifts and talents in me that were in me. So I really uh, uh, was uh, enlightened about all of that on the inside of me. I began to understand God is truly my source. And I was awarded major contracts in the state of Georgia time and time and time again because of my previous track record. So these are some things that I didn't do. Y'all ready? I did not save enough money. I did not market myself because I thought I would always have that wonderful training gravy train flowing, but it dried up. I hired friends and associates and I paid them too much simply because they were my friends and associates, but they really could not deliver or perform. I I did not clearly understand and adhere to the quarterly tax laws. I did not pay my taxes quarterly. I paid them at the end of the year which cost me a lot more money because of the penalty. I overcommitted myself to training. I did not have a plan to expand my other services like coaching and speaking to smaller groups, etc. I did not do a lot of forward thinking with the current trends in my industry because I was so I had so, so much going on for decades. So after that went down, I felt depressed and isolated and shame that I had not saved enough money and shame that I had not established a powerful plan. I did not ask for enough referrals and I did not have the right support team around me. Now, just with that that can really give you a glimpse in your business. 
Can everybody see that? I mean, just some of the things that I shared that worked for me and that did not work, you don't have to go through that. That's powerful. And so, as I said earlier, God moves suddenly. And so, if you're you're currently in a job, you are preparing yourself for the product, goods, or services that you desire to offer others. So when I come back from this quick commercial, I'm going to be talking to you about some things that you can do to begin to really recognize whether or not you really know your own value and your own worth and how you can begin to use some of the principles that I'm going to share with you to really have a a a long established sustained making money serving others business anybody interested in the house that means you got to come back after these commercials hey guys i'll be right back stay tuned do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Okay, everybody, I'm back. And are you ready for me? I hope that you really enjoyed um, just my experience in business and the example that I shared with my client, uh, who, who is a, a, a Grammy winning uh, musician. So I'm talking about uh, knowing your value and your self-worth in business and, and how when you do know yourself, it really creates an, env- an environment of success in your life. If you don't know your, your value and your success and your worth, I got that out, then it can create an environment of failure. And so the bottom line is, you are your business, as I said at the very beginning. And you guys know I'm a big inside out person. And so really success really begins in your inner world first. I've seen so many people launch businesses or attempt to, but they never dealt with that inner stuff. And really what happened was self-sabotage. So let me just give you some principles. If you have an online business, you're thinking about a business, Um, If you have a business where people walk in, let me give you some tips about really running your business with value from the inside out. I guess the first thing I'm going to say is 
How do you really, I think you really need to identify how do you truly feel about yourself deep down on the inside. Before you launch your business or if you you've already done that, I think that there are just some questions that you need to take the time to ponder, uh, think about and uh, really meditate on. So, you know, you need to check out if there's any residues of unworthiness, not being smart enough, projecting on somebody else. Well, you know, they can do it, but I could never do that. And so remember, you are your business. Your business reflects your inner beliefs, your values and your self-worth. So these are some questions I want you guys to think about. What are your dominant thoughts about you and your life? What image do you really have of have of yourself? These are just deep questions that you've got to ask yourself. What is your self-talk about yourself all day long? Hmm. About who you are, what you could do, be, and have. What are some of your insecurities? Uh, in what areas do you feel inadequate? In what areas do you feel really adequate? Do you have any unresolved stuff like unforgiveness that's really taken up the energy that you need to really prosper and be successful in your business? You know, I know these two brothers and they were in business together and one, uh, I think one brother cheated the other brother. The other brother would never forgive him. He tried to start his own business, but it never was abundant because he was living in that vibration of unforgiveness. These are all just inner things that you really need to just take a look at to see where you stand. Uh, so... How do you deal with rejection? Because in business, you probably are going to get a lot of no's. So you're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to uh, tweak some things to kind of say, well, you know, I thought I was going to do it this way or roll out this product, but I'm going to shift and change. <clears throat> and, you know, what has been some of the great accomplishments in your life? And how are you going to use those accomplishments to assist you in your current business? What are your weaknesses? I think I heard T.D. Jake say, we really, it's okay to know your strengths, but you really need to know what your weaknesses are because your weaknesses are the small chains that really stop that really great chain of success from happening. I know that uh, one area that I'm not really strong in and I've had to learn was to be extremely organized and extremely detailed because I'm really a people person. And so just answer some of these questions that I just shared with you just to see where you are. Will doubt come when you move out in your business? Sure. Will you have moments when you say to yourself, I don't believe I could do this. Or is this really going to happen when you have moments of despair? Absolutely. But, you know, as long as you don't dwell there, live there in those beliefs, you can be extremely successful. Okay, so the next thing I want you to take a look at is, do you feel that you have a sense of value and self-worth when it comes to 
pricing your products, services, or goods. You know, I know that 20 years ago, that was a big issue for me, not in doing my leadership training, but when I was doing my one-on-one counseling, because I just wanted to help people. But you know what I realized? That um, when people invest in themselves, they, they're re- willing to do the work. There were so many times that I just helped people. I'm like, well, okay, you don't have the money. Let me help you out. And, you know, I realized that back then a lot of that really came from my own sense of how I saw myself. Because I believe certainly you should you should give to people and serve people. But there should also be uh, a, an exchange for the good services and our products that you are giving to people. So how you see yourself and how you value yourself would determine, you know, what kind of prices that you have. And I've known many people who underprice their stuff because of how they saw themselves. And so if you're going to charge a really hefty, huge price, you're really going to have to bring it, baby. That means you're going to have to give people the results that they're paying for. You're going to have to have the experience. Uh, you're going to have to really present uh, y- your services in, in a spirit of quality and excellence, etc. And so I would say that I would suggest that you really take a look, you know, at your experience, you know, your proven track record, uh, what are the current market trends, researching others, and then you decide how you're going to price your services. For example, with me, you know, because I've had 25 years in the business, licensed, certified, and have worked with you know, just so many Fortune 500 companies. I have that proven track record, but maybe for somebody who's just starting, they may just want to start where they are and just begin giving the best service and really set their prices, you know, reasonable and build their clientele. So I knew this one guy, I knew of him, and he really needed money. So he put an ebook out there and I can't remember the price, but he was selling it for $7.99. But it was worth more than that. And so he came to me and he was like, Constance, nobody is buying my book. But he really set that price out of fear. He determined the price of his ebook out of fear and really desperation and lack. And so I told him, I said, I think you're really operating in a spirit of lack and fear. I said, so how much do you think that book is worth? How long did it take you to write that book? How much do you value that book? And so he went online and he changed the price to something like $13.99. And that book was selling like crazy. Why? because he aligned his self-worth and his pricing according to the value that he really put in the book. Another great example of that was I know uh, I was speaking with a lady. She's a celeb and uh, she 
she admitted uh, as when she was speaking that she had been working with her own self-esteem. So she had this great book and some other stuff. And I think she had some CDs. And so after she finished speaking, she said, my stuff is over there on the table, just very casually, not with value and honor. And, you know, didn't hardly anybody buy her stuff. And so we were having dinner together that night and she mentioned that. And I told her that the sense that I got was that she did not value herself or her book. Taking a sip of water. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, when you don't value yourself and or your products, people are not going to be attracted to them. So pricing uh, is really, really essential. You really got to feel comfortable with what you are or are giving to people. Really, we always think of I'm giving solutions to people. I'm helping people. And I would suggest that you really write down how valuable you are and your products. I'm going to talk about marketing later on, but you you got to let people know what the results is going to be. Like I have a uh, one tagline that I say, which is nothing but the truth. And that is, if you coach with me for one year and you're willing to do the work and make the investment of time, effort, and financially, you will not recognize your life at the end of the year. That ain't nothing but the truth. Okay, let me move on. Okay, the next thing, uh, if you're thinking about business or in business, think big, but start small. And so you see, I heard Joyce Meyer say that God said to her, I want you to go slow building your foundation. I want you to be like a tree that goes deep and I want the roots to go wide because when success comes, you need to be able to bear the weight of the success. And so I didn't say think small. I said think big, but start small. And, and remember, you're going to start small because why? You want to be consistent. You want to be patient. You want to enjoy the process and not really be overwhelmed by your business. And so you've you got to ask yourself, I'm thinking big. So so what is my plan? And, and you, like I said, you have to have a large vision for your company. And under that umbrella, you may have different uh, facets of your business, but the, possibly the way you roll out your business would be just you're going to start with one product, one service at a time. And, and so, and, and you're going to really make that one product or service so powerful and you're going to tweak it and adapt it and change it kind of like they did with Coca-Cola. You know, they they changed the formula and then they saw that people didn't like it. Then they said, no, let me come back to that. And so you're going to get that one product and you're going to really get it strong so that people will desire it. And then when they purchase that one product from you and they get great results, they may say, huh, what else does she have? What else does he have uh, that I can purchase? And, you know, a great example of that, you know, would be samples. You know how you go in the store and you might just buy 
moisturizer, which is sometimes what I buy. And they may say, well, Constance, we got this small package of the moisturizer, the cleansing lotion, the cleansing foam, and the night cream for $99. So just try it. They give you a little small sample. So you take it home and you try it on. And because you, you've used that one product, which for me was the moisturizer, it makes you buy the $99 one. And then you're going to come back and buy the bigger size. Does everybody see that? So you start with that one major product and then you can add other small products or services under that umbrella. And so in my own business, I started with leadership training and uh, staff development training. And so I, I really got that particular facet of my business really, really strong. And even though I had been a therapist for many years, then I added coaching. Then I I added a keynote speaking. Uh, Then I added the radio show. So does everybody see that? So get that one product. Think big, but start small. Then if you're just starting out or even if you're in business, you need to do your research. What are the current trends? happening in your in in your area of business what are other folks doing uh, that's successful how can you extract some principles from what other people are doing what kinds of offerings or services are current in the market you know what is your own unique niche you know i tell the story that for years you know atlanta has all kind of hairstylists y'all Ooh, we got a lot of hairstylists, but I would drive an hour and a half outside of Atlanta for this one woman to do my hair. Why would I do that? That's three hours in one day, you know, uh, because she had that that touch with my hair. So people will follow you. They will come to you. They will pay the price if you really have that unique niche where you are really rendering your services in a spirit of excellence. So check out the uh, what other folks are doing. What are the current trends? Maybe what you are doing now is good, but maybe you need to upgrade. That's why I'm going to start doing more Facebook lives. I'm going to start doing more Periscope. Does everybody see that? So you're doing your research. Let me talk also about personal connections in business. People do business because of the experience or the results that they have with you. And so you have to connect with people. Connect with people via email, uh, online, phone, person to person. I know one lady purchased um, one of my mp3s and she said she couldn't get it to play and so my uh, assistant was I think she was traveling with her children out of town and so I saw the email so I emailed this person back said I'm so sorry I don't know what happened but my assistant is out of town and she handles that for me but because you did have difficulty with it I'm going to give you three more MP3s of my affirmations free. 
Why did I do that? Because I wanted to connect with her. And so, so does everybody see that? And as a result, she purchased more products. So how well do you have personal connections with people? Sometimes it's just the small things. I mean, I didn't have to do that. I could have waited till my assistant got back, but I just wanted to make sure that I'm just giving everybody my very best. So, so how do you connect with people with some of the little extras that you give? How do you go the extra mile in your business with others? I think I shared this before, but I'm going to share it again. You know, I, I like shopping at Saks. And so, you know, their prices are crazy ridiculous, but they have great quality stuff. So I buy my cosmetics there. And so, you know, you go in there and then whatever you purchase, they take one little black and white ribbon and they just tie it around. And, you know, and that one ribbon just makes you feel so special. That's so small, but that's their trademark. So does everybody see that? So how can you personally connect with people in your business online, via email, in person, etc.? I always remember that small little ribbon that Saks puts on that on that expensive package that you just purchased marketing plan marketing is big i don't have a lot of time to spend on marketing but i will say you know if you don't have a lot of money you know how are you going to market your goods products and or services i mean you may have the the best baked bread in the world but how are people going to know about it uh, you can advertise online. You can send people free samples. I know one of my clients, she took free samples to one of the airlines and they loved it. And now they're using her stuff, you know, on the, for on their plane when people travel. And, and so marketing is really, really major. And so let me just give you a little tip. It's important that you share with people what are going to be the results that they are going to get when they purchase your goods, products, and or services? And this is where you're going to have to really go in and do your inner work to know your value and the value of the products that you are really uh, giving to people. Always remember and think that I am a solution for people. People are searching for what I have. So you, you got to have a marketing plan. If you don't have any money, just start online. Consistency. Hey, if you have a blog, blog every week. Don't blog. Don't say you're going to blog every week and then you blog every three weeks and there's no consistency there. You know, people look for my show every week. If it's not up there like Constance, uh, did you do a show for this week? <laughs> you know, if something's not working right, they will email me and, you know, your show is not working, etc. Why? Because I've been consistent for 10 years. So consistency. Uh, have you ever gone to a restaurant year after year after year and the food is still excellent? And then conversely, on the other hand, have you gone to a restaurant and then you go back and you're like, wow, the food has really changed here. It's not the same. Hmm. And, and so 
consistency. I'm going to say keep learning, learning about your business. What's what are the do market trends? You know, learning about your business would just do wonders in your life personally. You know, go to all of the seminar courses, update yourself uh, on what your industry is doing. Um, and it'll make you more in touch with all kinds of stuff. You know, with technology, something new comes out, what, every week. And then lastly, um, I don't have a lot of time, deliver, deliver, deliver what you say you're going to do. And I believe that you can deliver when you're doing what you love. I always say do what you love and the money follows eventually. So if you love doing something and you value what you're doing, you're going to deliver. You're going to follow through with folks. And so your product or your goods or services are going to be a slam dunk. And so people can feel when you love what you do. They can feel your passion and your enthusiasm, you know, and it's really, really powerful. So if you make a promise, I'm just going to say deliver. And people will remember that. I always wow my clients. So you need to leave people with an unforgettable experience in your business when they have an encounter with you. And you'll have repeat customers over, 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 over and again and again. And then lastly, I wanted to say more, but I didn't have enough time. Partner with God or spirit who knows all things. So so you see, God is the one or spirit is the one who downloaded that vision about your business to you. So I always remember this. When God sends a vision into your life, he also is going to send the people to help you with that vision. So when God gives a vision, along with that vision comes resources. And we know that people... That's your greatest resource. And these people are going to help you to uh, move your vision forward. They're going to have the gifts and the talents that you don't have to support you because no one does it alone. Wow. I wanted to say more, but I've given you so much already, haven't I? And so you are going to know your value. How many of y'all know that? You're going to know your value, know your worth. You're going to do what you love. And we know the money will follow eventually. You're going to really give people quality products in a spirit of excellence. You're going to partner with God and you're going to expect success. Wow. I believe that once you walk fully in who you are and know your value, that the sky is the limit for you. Wow, this has been so awesome. Share this with any of your friends who are in business who might be thinking about starting a business and I would love to be your business coach. So email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and I'm going to say to you this week, I want you to just think and say, the best is yet to come in my life. Everybody, make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. 
Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.